Welcome to the Contagious Victories podcast. Each week, we talk inspiration, explore possibilities, and share insights from creative perspectives. I'm Tori Blackman, and I'm here to remind you that your purpose in life is to celebrate the victories, because victories are contagious. I hope you're feeling really secure today. Psalms 84.4 says, Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee. Screenshot this episode and send it to a friend who could use a little bit of encouragement on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Hello, and welcome back to the Contagious Victories podcast. My name is Victoria Blackman. I go by Tori sometimes for short, so you can call me that. And I am a creative content producer that's located in the Gulf Coast, Alabama region, who is here to celebrate the victories of life, share a little bit of insight on some of the things that I have learned in my life, and also talk to you guys about what you are currently working on and the victories that you have overcome and are celebrating in your own lives. So there's a lot that we do here on the Contagious Victories podcast, and I'm looking forward to some of the really exciting people that I'm going to talk to in the upcoming weeks. I have been talking about it for like months and months and months and months and months and months and months, but I am really nervous. That is a little transparency, but um, if you are listening, you can help me out by giving me a little boost of confidence. I know that's asking for a lot. Reach out to me either on Instagram, on the Contagious Victories page, or by leaving a review, and please reach out to me. I really want to have you on. got a background in television, and before that, I did theater. I'm an editor for Cacti Palm Productions, the drone company that me and my fiance Dylan have. I edit social media stuff for people like Friends and Flowers by Felcher. So I help other businesses make beautiful content online and I have nothing to worry about. It's literally just all in my head. My heart is opened. It's my head that gets in the way, but but no buts. I am going to do it now. I've got some people that I've already talked to, I've already reached out to. So we've got women that we're going to come on and we're going to talk about their journeys and how they have found their own victories in their lives and how they can encourage people who are like you, like yourself, who are listening to this podcast. That's what this is. It's a platform for us to all get on here and celebrate. Subscribe and leave a review to this podcast so that I know you're out there listening and that we are changing lives. I was on a roll a couple years ago. I got a lot of people to leave me reviews and working on my own little leadership journey and I'm trying to become a better leader. So here I am asking you to raise your hand and tell me what you like. Tell me who you want me to interview, and what questions you want to ask so that we can get some discussions going in the Contagious Victories Facebook community. All right, well, today we're talking about slow processing time and how you need to take time to process all of the information that's coming your way and how in recent times there's so much information. It's really hard to manage it all, but there's things we can do and there's insight that we can become aware of that's going to help us out if we are a little bit on the lengthier end of the processing spectrum (laughs) because there's different speeds we all process at, but brains are different. There's not a good, bad, just because you're faster at some things and slower at other things doesn't mean that you're smarter or better, and it doesn't mean that you're worse or dumber or bad. So we're going to read up on that together, but before we do, let's calm our minds. Let's bring some stillness into our lives, and let's take a couple of minutes to affirm what we do know, the love that's out there, the passion that's in our hearts, 
Let's take a couple minutes to meditate on it all, shall we? As we settle into a really comfortable position, we can start to pay attention to our breath. Breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And if these affirmations resonate with what you feel at this moment, then you are free to repeat them after me. Answers are available to me. I have the ability to look within. I have the ability to search for my best self within myself. I fully believe any pain, tension, or fear that creeps into my body will pass away. All of that is temporary and it goes away. I now connect to the part of me that is whole. whole. God is my creator and made me in his image. I can return to the feeling of wholeness anytime I wish. I feel whole right now. God gave me the present of presence. It is up to me to connect with that presence within. I am grounded in this moment, knowing I can always trust that connection. grounded in this moment. I know I can always trust the presence of that connection.
I want to be clear. I am not a medical professional and I found this information online. So if you do think that this might apply to you, go and do your own research before you make any hard decisions, I guess. So I just pulled up the website understood.org and I'm reading an article written by Kate Kelly. Ha! Would you look at that? I had a girl in high school I went to school with named Kate Kelly. Anyway, I'm reading an article about um, slow processing speed, what you need to know. And it states that at a glance, processing speed is the pace at which you take in information, make sense of it, and begin to respond. Some people have fast processing speeds than other people and it has nothing to do with how smart a person is so I just wanted to run through this information along with other resources that I found online and talk about processing time and processing speeds in humans and how it affects us in the long run what it means for certain individuals who have faster and slower processing times, and also just take a look at how we can begin to better understand one another at this crucial time in humanity. So to continue on reading this article, it goes on to say what slow processing might look like. A lot of these I can relate with, such as getting overwhelmed by too much information at once, needing more time to make decisions or to give answers, needing to read information more than once to really understand it, and possibly even having trouble following directions. So let's break down this list. Getting overwhelmed by too much information at once. This reminds me of a situation that I was recently in at Thanksgiving when all of our family members met up in the Tennessee cabins and we all were responsible for putting together one dish for the Thanksgiving meal. And I remember we were all trying to get into the kitchen at once and we all had our little recipes and our ingredients and everything and it was just so overwhelming. And my sister's making her green bean casserole, my brother's making mac and cheese, whatever the heck he's making. But then I was responsible for the cornbread dressing and my dad asked, so how long does your cornbread dressing need? And I was in the middle of cooking the cornbread dressing. I was trying to have enough room to put all of my ingredients in the little pan and that along with my brothers and sisters and Dylan, my, my partner and my dad, and we were just, it was just so much. And I was like, I, I, I responded very well in this particular situation. I'm not always the best at responding when I'm overwhelmed, but in this particular situation, it was very calm. I just looked at my dad and I said, I don't know that answer. I'll get back to you with that answer. And he laughed and he said, that just reminds me of myself. This is him talking. He said, that reminds me of myself. When we were little kids, this man used to tell us, all questions must be submitted in writing. Please allow three to five business days before you receive a response. So he just, it made me laugh. He obviously identified with the feeling of having a lot going on, being overwhelmed and having so much information coming at you that you're like, I have no idea what the answer is. I can't think about the answer right now, but I will get back to you. So hopefully you can relate with that. So I'm going to skip over to another article that I picked up that is from themindsjournal.com. And this one is titled, Why the Introverted Mind Takes Longer to Process Things and How It's a Good Thing. And it was written by Theo Harrison. And in this article, immediately you see some really cool graphics. One little graphic in particular has a loading sign and it says, introverts are like a slow website. They might be the coolest site, but usually people don't wait that long for them to open. And extroverts are like pop-ups which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> okay, so it says taking time to process things enables introverts to integrate, engage, and connect more deeply. 
Theo goes on to say, it allows us to be more mindful and to be present. Being slow allows pace for more intimacy. It enriches and deepens our experience of everything. So it sounds like Theo's not saying that it's good or bad to be introverted. Just taking a little bit more time to process that information allows for more intimate moments, more presence in the moment, and could even lead to feelings of more fulfilling experiences. It also goes on to state in this article that a 2012 study that was published by the Journal of Neuroscience revealed that introverts tend to have thicker and bigger gray matter present in the prefrontal cortex, a cerebral cortex which covers the front part of the brain's frontal lobe. Apparently, this area of the brain is linked with philosophical thought, emotional regulation, and making decisions. Compared to introverts, extroverts have thinner and smaller gray matter according to this study. Why is this important? Well, it exhibits that introverted people invest higher volumes of neural resources to deeper thought, which is why it takes longer for them to process information. If I'm being honest, this reminds me of a YouTube video I saw where Keanu Reeves takes about 10 seconds in between every interview question just to pause and reflect on what he's about to say. And as far as I'm concerned, it's a really smart move, especially in the PR world where anything you say could be held against you nowadays. All of that aside, what I find most fascinating is that both of these websites acknowledge that people think differently and that some people process information a little bit slower than others, whether it's because of trauma or because they are making the choice to process the information and digest it a little bit more. We all have our own little fingerprint. Now that we've acknowledged that we all think differently, how can we think a little bit faster? Because, I mean, we have to admit, we live in a very fast-paced world with emails and phone calls and text messages, social media, DMs, and things are only speeding up. So how can we improve our thinking and processing skills to help alleviate tension between those we communicate with and to relieve the stress from our own minds? Well, now I've hopped over to another website. It's called bebrainfit.com, and I'll link this one in the show notes along with the other websites I've used as resources for this episode. This article was written by Diane Albin, and it's titled How to Think Faster, More Effectively, and Accurately. She lists the benefits of fast thinking, stating that most people associate fast thinking with higher intelligence, but then later goes on to say this might not necessarily be true. Still, there are many reasons why thinking faster can be desirable. She says that fast thinking can make you a safer driver, it can make you better at sports, it can make you a more efficient student who blasts through homework and exams. <laughs> Research confirms people who think fast have been seen by others as more charismatic. So I'm obviously listing both sides of taking the time to process things a little bit differently, but you can see that there are pros to both. Here's one that I think is really interesting. From BeBrainFit.com, it says, when people are required to think quickly, they report feeling happier, more energetic, more creative, and more self-confident. Hmm. It also says that maybe this is because faster thinking can enhance skills like planning, goal setting, problem solving, and the ability to stay focused on tasks. Now, personally, I'm gonna interject here a little bit, my own opinion. I think there's pros and cons of both. I'm one who is a slow processor, but at the same time, I tend to have spontaneous tendencies as well. So I think it really just depends on the situation and what information you are processing. So here's what I really wanted to get to. The article says that you might not have fast thinking due to health and lifestyle factors. Many prescription medications can lead to slow thinking. Genes and age can also be a factor. 
Science shows that children have slower processing speeds. And as adults get into middle age, our thinking speed tends to stabilize. Unless we stay on top of our lifestyle choices, then in old age, we might tend to see slower processing speeds return. However, the slower processing speeds aren't necessarily a bad thing. If you're older and you're enjoying the moment and you're taking time to consider things versus making fast, hasty decisions, well, then it just might work out in your favor. As someone who has personally tried to improve their cognitive processing speed, I can definitely say it is possible. I have done it myself. Science now shows that you can improve your brain skills and the speed of the neurons firing off inside your mind by making more solid connections in the brain. Granted, a lot of these connections are made during childhood, so it is really important for you to stay in school, kids, <laughs> and also continue to keep learning after you've graduated. Now, I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but I've made a routine for myself in the mornings. I do brain games through a little app called Luminosity. And then also, like, I keep my Bible close by. I read a lot. And doing little exercises like that and staying on top of those commitments really does improve the amount of neural circuits that function in our brains. And it's just keeping us sharp. You've heard that for years, you know? Let's say though, that you are someone who is too fast paced and you are going 100 miles an hour all the time and you wanna slow down your processing speed. You wanna try to be more present and try to be a little more intentional with what you are doing. Well, here's the tip I have for you. Stop trying to multitask. Multitasking is gonna result in you being less productive and it reduces mental performance. You don't want to lose that focus. Your attention span is so precious. Batch your content, batch activities like email, housework, and social media, things like that. Get in the routine of just keeping things simple and giving all of your attention to one single task. Don't divide up your focus. You start to appreciate things more and remember a lot more detail about what you experience. One more funny little side story. I was watching Gilmore Girls just the other day and it was the episode where Lorelai and Rory move into Rory's Yale dorm. Rory is so caught up with losing the piece of her map that is old Yale or something of the sort. And she is just so taken up she doesn't get to really absorb the fact that she's moving out of her mom's house and moving into the dormitory building. They walk in and she's all caught up, Rory is, and Lorelai is like, hey, we need a take two. And she takes Rory by the shoulders and leads her back outside, turns her around. They entered the dorm room again. And then she is able to experience walking into her first dorm in college and being out of her mom's house all at once and she soaks it up and it's just a big moment. So Rory then goes on to say thank you and appreciates the fact that her mom really made her pay attention to what was happening in front of her. So if you are like Rory and you are caught up with things and maybe you're processing things way too fast, then slow down. Stop trying to multitask. The brain actually can't really focus on multiple things at once. It just, it just toggles. It toggles back and forth according to brainfit.com. It just toggles back and forth. 
and it's documented that it just actually makes you less productive. Also, if you're really, really rapid fire, make sure you're getting plenty of sleep. Actually, if you are on both sides of this, whether you are a fast processor or a slow processor, we should all be getting plenty of sleep and drinking so much water. I keep track of the water I get. I should start doing my sleep as well, but I definitely keep track of how much water I'm drinking. And if you wanna keep track of your water intake too, you can download my free little calendar that I made a couple years ago. And in fact, I updated it recently and I should update the, the one on my website too. So you can, you can download either of them. I'll put them both there in the show notes so that you can start tracking your water, start tracking the things that you're doing so that you can stop multitasking, you can slow down, and you can start living in the moment just like Rory and Lorelai on the Gilmore Girls. Now one more tip for those who are more like me. And you're on the side of this thing where you might have a little bit longer of a loading time. It is all right. You're one of the coolest pages on the internet, remember? (laughs) But for real, what can we do? We can make decisions fast. If you really wanna make a decision fast, flip a coin. Actually, I do this all the time. Dylan and I pull out our quarters for, for big decisions and small decisions. It's just an easy way for me not to dwell on things. So, mm. In order to improve your processing speed is stay cool. Ooh, I like this. I've actually seen this on a couple of other websites and in a documentary on Netflix, they were talking about this. Uh, Research shows that mental processing speed goes down as the temperature goes up. What? That's probably why they keep offices and testing sites a lot colder than they should be, just to keep you thinking smart and also from falling asleep is what I've heard. Yeah, I think that's a great one. Well, if you wanna check out more of these tips, then you can definitely check out bebrainfit.com. I'll link them below. None of these resources are sponsored in any way. You should know that by now. These are just resources that I came across in order to answer my burning question of, should we be taking longer to process things or should we actually be speeding up our brain processing power? I consider getting better in self-improvement as a victory. And that's what we're all about here at Contagious Victories. Ways to be more creative, more fulfilling with our time, and living a creative, conscious life. That is something to celebrate. I'm going to dip out now. I feel like I've gotten all of my questions answered. If you have any more for me, then you are more than welcome to reach out to me on Instagram at once upon a underscore Tory, or become one of the Contagious Victories Facebook group members over on the Facebook website, of course. Just type in Contagious Victories in that search bar and you can become a member today. So that's free for anyone who wants to join. I appreciate you coming in here and listening to this episode with me. I'm Victoria Blackman and it's been great talking to you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Contagious Victories podcast. If the show inspired you to share your own victory story, I'm here to tell you the world deserves to hear it. Submit it to me online at toriblackman.com. Review and subscribe if that feels right. Telling a friend about the show helps Contagious Victories to grow. Plus, we all appreciate a little sunshine. I'm Tori B. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon.